Welcome to the first ever episode of Bewitched and Bewildered. We are your witchy co-hosts. I am Jenny. And I am San. And we're here to talk about all things witchcrafts. I think you're the bewitched. Yep, so we are bewitched and bewildered. I am Jenny. I have been... I have? I have been practicing witchcraft for longer than I care to admit. Probably... I'm going to show my age here, probably like 25 years this year. A long time. Yeah, a long time. Um, I am a witch. I am a tarot reader. I am a podcast host. I work in a witchcraft shop and I am a jeweller. And tell us about yourself, San. Well, so I like to say I'm a wit. Wit. A a witch in training. (laughs) I Um, love it. Still all fairly new to me. I mean, I've been interested in it, like, forever, really, but never found my people to your delve people, into it with. Your people, yes. yes. It, can, it can be hard. I, uh, I think I was very much solitary and quiet about my, my practice for the majority of, of the time I've been practising. Mm-hmm. So, yes, we have now, we found each other. We have, we have. And sam was always saying to me i want to learn more about this and that and this and that and i was like well do you know what it's going to be easier if we do it this way so each week sam's going to give me a topic or a question Mm -hmm. and i will try my very best to talk about it give my somewhat limited knowledge and opinions and we'll take it from there i guess i think it's because i i love reading the books but i find it hard to retain the information. information yeah and because there's so much there is a lot you don't know like if you're just starting out where do you start exactly so i think in this episode we're mostly going to talk about the very basics what is a witch mm-hmm. which what why 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 um, when we are currently sat on the floor in a makeshift <laughs> fort we've made out of one of san's children's play mats yeah yeah play mat. yeah it's a good podcasting fort. I um, think so. Yeah. It's better than the ones I've, I've made previously. It's much more colourful. <laughs> I mean, if a tornado hits now... We're, we're sheltered we're by sheltered. a... ABC. An ABC <laughs> animal phone mat. Um, I apologise for the sound. I am full of cold, so I'm a bit croaky. But hopefully I will be able to fix some of that in edit. So, yeah, here we are. And let's get into it, I guess. Yeah, definitely. Okay, I'm going to ask you the question mm-hmm. first. What would you say a witch is? What, is what, what does the word witch mean to you? So, I think it's just someone that is this cool, badass person. I don't know. I, when you say witch, like, I think back to watching, like, childhood shows like Buffy uh-huh. and Charmed. Uh-huh. And then you think, oh, my God, it's so cool. I just want to be like that. <laughs> I just want to be one of them. Yeah. Oh, the 90s was such a good... The 90s was like the perfect time. They were the best shows. They really were. The reason I got into witchcraft was the craft. So that was like, what, 96? So I would have been 11? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that tracks actually, yeah. I can remember falling in love with the crafts and I'd always been like my mum will always say I was I was a weird kid. I never grew out of it. I'm still a weirdo. But yeah, always making like potions from plants and always into the weird spooky things. Mm-hmm. And so the craft kind of opened my eyes as a preteen. And I think it did a lot of people. There are a lot of kind of, especially girls from the 90s who were really into witchcraft at that point, especially when not long after the craft, we had Buffy and Charmed. But most of them kind of fell away from it a bit, whereas I went in the opposite direction. I can remember going to like my school library and picking up a book. And for any people out there that aren't new to witchcraft, if any of you have ever read The Witch's Bible by Janet and Stuart Farah, You'll know that is not a beginner's text in any way, shape or form. That is quite a in-depth adult ritual okay. guide full of black and white photos of old people naked performing rituals. So perhaps not the best place to... For an 11-year-old to start. start. Yeah. yeah. Well, it was the 90s. We didn't have a lot of choice. There True. were not a lot of, of books, especially because I was living in the highlands of Scotland, so we had even less access to uh, to kind of books and libraries and things. But yeah, no, it was... You're not far off. But what would you say now? What What do you think? What makes you a witch in training? I don't know. It's, it's still so broad. I think a lot of it is things like... It's a lot of manifesting. Mm-hmm. Just wanting, like, wellness on yourself. Mm-hmm. I feel like it is a lot of self-care in a way. Yeah, yeah. Um, Obviously, you've still got all the fun side, all the spells are still, you know, appealing. Mm-hmm. If you think back to the charm days, um, it's still all appealing now. But obviously, you know, there's a lot more to it Yeah. than just spells. So, to me, a witch is... First of all, it's a self-imposed title. I don't think you can really call anybody else a witch. You own that title. You mm-hmm. pick it for yourself and, and you, you own it. A witch is somebody who practices witchcraft. And I think there's a lot of ambiguity about what witchcraft is. And witchcraft is basically anyone who uses their own energy, the energy of the earth, the energy of the universe of spirit, of plants, of trees, of nature, to manipulate and... They can manipulate and focus that energy into making things happen Mm -hmm. in reality. It's not, sadly, you know, like in Buffy and Charmed. We can't kind of do (laughs) things like that, no matter what, you know, 11-year-old Jenny thought I could do. Mm, Not really. But... Yeah, so I think a lot of people think that witchcraft is a religion. It's not. It's a practice. There are religions based on witchcraft, like mm-hmm. Wicca, um, which we can talk about a little bit more later. Most, not all, most witches tend to follow some sort of pagan belief. Paganism is a religion or kind of a overarching name of several religions. Uh, pagan literally means someone who doesn't, follow an organized religion so Mm -hmm. it's older paganism is older than that um it tends to come from all the the kind of pre-christian religions or someone who doesn't follow an abrahamic religion so that would be christianity um judaism or islam 
So they're the kind of the three main religions most people know about, and they are all based on the Abrahamic. So you know, you have like a god, you have prophets, yeah. that kind of thing. Paganism is a broad term for people who follow older religions than that. They tend to be the folk people, the farm people, the peasant people, all the people that worked the land because we relied on the land so much, you know, our, our religions formed around it, around worshipping the earth, nature, the seasons. Um, and yeah, all around the globe, especially in Europe and Britain, especially, we had various different pagan cultures. So most people who practice witchcraft, because most witchcraft, especially things like spells, follow old folk traditions. It tends to be mm-hmm. a lot of folk magic, which has been passed down from those times. And that most of them are things that have remained with us in kind of our cultural zeitgeist, I guess, that have stuck and we now bring forward together. You don't have to be pagan to be a witch. You can practice witchcraft. There are a lot of Christian people and, and cultures who practice what we would class as witchcraft. You look at a lot of things like hoodoo and voodoo. They mm-hmm. tend to be Christian faith, but they practice folk magic, and their folk magic is a form of witchcraft. Like a lot of the, the things that we do, like you know, a lot of spells and things actually are exactly the same in these traditions. But whereas a Wiccan or most people, most type of pagan would maybe call on a particular deity or god or goddess or mother nature or you know the universal spirit they will call on jesus or god in in their in their spell work i bet there are so many people out there that do things on a daily basis and don't realize that it's like what they're doing oh, is witchcraft. so many traditions but, and superstitions you know yeah. that we have have either come from from things that we would do like little things like blowing out candles and making a wish mm-hmm. on your birthday cake yeah. that absolutely is mm-hmm. a form of magic when we do things like knock on wood like touch wood mm-hmm. that's going back to very old traditions or there are superstitions that have come about which society thinks are unlucky mm-hmm. because when christianity came and kind of took over to convert the locals to convert the the kind mm-hmm. of the folk people and and kind of eradicate some of the old traditions, folk traditions, mm-hmm. the Christian church said, well, actually, these things are evil. So you think about Friday the 13th. I was just going to say that, actually, because I listened to another podcast and she covered, it was on the fr- most recent Friday the 13th mm-hmm. we had. And uh, I can't remember what she was saying now, but I'm sure you know. It was based around a goddess. Yes. And so, then they put the date to it, and then yeah. all of a sudden, oh, my God, it's this horrendous So day. the number 13... It was the Zodiac... Uh, well, actually, it's more no. to do with the fact that in some traditions, 13 is the number of people in a coven. Okay. But also the number 13 is sacred to m- anyone who follows a kind of more matriarchal feminine faith. Because on a woman's year, you 30. have 30. Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah. We tend to have 13 mental strikes. Coming back to me now. Which yeah. is why the number 13 has always been a sacred number. Mm-hmm. Um, and the church, obviously, is a very patriarchal thing. They don't like that. So they decided the number 13 was an unlucky number. Yeah. And Friday is, the na- the word Friday comes from the Norse goddess Freya. Um, and she is a Norse deity who has been worshipped for you know thousands of years. 
and still is in a lot of like Norwegian countries and things. They Norwegian countries, as in Norway, but you know, <laughs> Scandinavian countries is what I meant. She is a she was um, Odin's wife. She is the goddess of love, of war, and of women. So she was quite a predominant one. We named Friday after her. So the mm-hmm. church were like, we don't like all this, you know, mm-hmm. women, women being in charge, women being all powerful. Mm-hmm. Fuck that noise. Yeah. Friday the 13th is, is now evil. Um, the same with things like black cats. Um, black cats were classed to be, you know, bad luck because there was lots of stories about black cats being witches familiars. Yeah, again, it's all, it's all stuff that's been brought in from the church as they took over, took over our lands. Most old Christian churches are built on ancient pagan sacred sites. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there is a lot of kind of... The, the the church, the Christian church, when it moved across Europe, they either demonised things that the locals celebrated. Mm-hmm. So you have things like, say like Friday the 13th, or they incorporated them into that and changed the stories. So you have things like, you know, Christmas and Easter. Yeah. Uh, a lot of the holidays got incorporated into the Christian calendar. So witchcraft is different to these religions. Mm-hmm. It's not a religion. So to be a witch... A witch is someone who worships or reveres nature, who follows the seasons, mm-hmm. who is able to focus the energy, to channel energy, to work with the energy of the seasons, of the cycles, of the moon, of, of the sun, of the earth, and use that energy or focus that energy into certain areas of their life to improve things. I, I did Google. If you put into Google, what is a witch? I'm very angry about this. I'm, I need to. I'm, I might actually petition Wikipedia because the the dictionary and the dictionary because the dictionary definition is someone who uses magical sorcery for harm. I'm like, <laughs> so old age. I know. Like, well, I'm not above you know a little curse every now and then, but you've got to be fairly deserving of it. But yeah, so there are lots of different forms of witchcraft, but I think and, and everybody's witchcraft will look different. My practice will look different from yours. You know, I've got other friends, like I said, I work in a witchcraft shop and the people that I work with, my practice looks different to theirs. Mm -hmm. No one is better or more real. They're all valid. We just all have our specialities. And one thing I will say all witches are are students. You never stop learning. No. And you you have to kind of accept. And if the learning aspect doesn't excite you, you're going to struggle. Because, yeah, it's always like I'm learning new things every day. And I've been practicing for, you know, 25 years this year. And there's still things that I know a little bit about, but not a lot. I have my focuses and the things that I enjoy and the things that I am good at. And that's what I do. There are other things that I may have done once or twice. It's like anything. It's an art. Some people are born with a lot of talent, but they still have to work hard at it. Other people who want to still be able to draw and do things, they have to practice as well. And their art is no less valid. And witchcraft's the same. So, yeah. It's weird, because now you put it all like that, I think, yeah, yeah. It does then click into my head, like, yeah. what a witch is. Obviously, I've got a crystal business called mm-hmm. Lunar Crystal Sisters. So, obviously, the word lunar is in there. So, always interested in the lunar cycle. And then just, about, I mean, I've always been interested in nature and animals. I can't think anything worse than like having to wear shoes outside. 
<laughs> Sounds weird, but yeah. No. I love like walking around just in my garden without my shoes on, just being able to feel nature. And like the amount of times so I'll come back in and I'll sit down and my other half will go, Son, your feet are black. Like, that is disgusting. What's wrong with you? And I'll be like, Well, I can't help it. Like, it's not like you asking him to lick them. So comfortable like, to just yeah. walk outside with no shoes on, and I just, I just love being outside. I love going for walks, and like you said, with the seasons, when I think of each season, like I get a different feeling, a different type of tingling feeling mm-hmm. at each of the seasons. I just love it all. Yeah. So like, so there's so many different things you can do that are classed as witchcraft, but a witch. I feel like it's someone... Lots of people call themselves witches that I would mm-hmm. personally be like, you're not a witch to me. You know, what you do, I would not... And that's probably my own... I try not to gatekeep and I try not to, to judge kind of the, the witch talk generation. Mm-hmm. Um, but aesthetic is great and aesthetic is fine and you see all these, like, amazing Instagram accounts that have all these, like, beautiful witchy posts and this, you know, incredible aesthetic. Mm-hmm. But I'm like that's really pretty but I really hope behind that doesn't put people off thinking I can't be a witch because my witchcraft doesn't look like that because nine times out of ten your witchcraft won't look like that nine times out of ten real witchcraft is you there it's dirty it's messy it's Mm -hmm. boring to look at from the outside because you are sat there like focusing intention and you know working with with whatever you're working with you might be working with energy you might be working with herbs you might be working with crystals but it's it's not always this beautiful pretty thing because witchcraft is very real and it's very I'm trying to think of the right word it's a very tangible thing mm-hmm. and i think if you focus too much on having this kind of ethereal magical aesthetic to your witchcraft you're not going you're not you're not really getting it you're not understanding mm-hmm the true purpose and power and what you can actually do if you just get your feet black, you know, get yourself in the muck, feel the power, raise it up, do what you need to do with it. But it's okay, right, if you don't, like, have time to devote to these things every single day. No. If you're, like, super busy. Yeah. I don't practice spell work or ritual. Actually, that's a lot. I do a lot of spell work. Um, I don't do a lot of ritual. Mm-hmm. I don't have I have ADHD I have now two podcasts I have a, I have my own jewelry business I have a shop that I work at mm-hmm. you know I've got a husband I've got friends I've got you know a life I can't sit and do ritual every you know week like literally before we started recording I'm like oh shit it's the new moon I'm yeah that totally went over my head today yeah. as well um, it's a good time for us to be starting a podcast though um yeah I there are some people out there who might carve out all this time for ritual and spell work and it's all perfect around the moon phases and I can guarantee most of them are Virgos (laughs) but yeah so yeah does that make sense it does make sense yeah yeah like I said there are lots of different types of witchcraft that you can focus on you don't have to do everything you don't have to know everything nobody knows everything Mm -hmm. Um, and the people that do are full of shit because nobody can know everything. Most people think that a witch is a Wiccan, because as we've kind of come throughout the 90s and 2000s and it's become more back into the mainstream, Wicca is the more common known form of witchcraft. Yeah. 
Wicca is a religion. Uh, Wicca is, well, was founded in... There were little bits of it in the 20s and 30s, but realistically more like the 40s and 50s in England by a man called Joe Gardner. He kind of looks back at the history of British folk traditions, folk magic and things, and he kind of just picked things and put them together. Like, he mashed up lots of different traditions to create his own religion, basically. Okay. There is a story about... He kind of made out that the people that were killed in, like, the witch trials and things were not um, across Europe. And then the Americas were not Satanists, and they weren't just innocent people. They were part of this. I mean, I think the historian Ronald Hutton called them, like, a witch cult. I guess you could basically look at that as, like, old pagan tradition, you know, pagan cultures that moved across and they kept the traditions with them even though it was puritan times so these traditions they were practicing in secret i guess that's mm-hmm. the only way you could call it a witch cult and these people were the ones who were persecuted and burnt and that wicca is the amalgamation of the remnants of this witch cult i think that theory has been disproven now that that was never a thing um but yeah Gerald gardner basically got together all these old folk traditions beliefs and created a religion out of it um it spread, you know, it was a very hostile time to come out saying that you're a practising witch. Um, in fact, I think witchcraft was still illegal in the United Kingdom until the 50s. Oh my God, I'm pretty sure the so last sick. person to be hung for witchcraft was in the 50s in Britain. A woman, or at least imprisoned, I'll have to check that. But yeah, like, it was still illegal. And you had Gerald Gardner, and one of his first ever high priestesses was a woman called Doreen Valiente, who was amazing. I do love her. Some of her writing is a little bit um, outdated, but you have to remember it's like the 40s and 50s. This then spread to America um, from... Oh, my goodness, his name's completely just flung my mind. Alex... Alex somebody. Yeah, <laughs> because that form then became Alexandrian witchcraft. Mm-hmm. He took, But he took Wicca to America and it spread very much so in the kind of 60s, especially with the whole counterculture movement across... America, where you've got things, you know, like um, civil rights movements and things. And a lot of witchcraft was kind of pioneered in America by the gay communities and feminist communities. A lot of them would co- found what they called covens, where actually they were just like feminist organisations. But at this point, it became like a rebellious, a symbol of rebellion to class yourself as a witch. Mm-hmm. And that is where Wicca came from. When I first started practicing in the nineties, I I was a Wiccan and I dedicated it as a, a a Wiccan initiate. I kind of moved away from Wicca in my late twenties. It's a little bit too. There is a true hierarchy to to kind of Wicca in that you have like a, a high priest and high priestess, and there are like ranks and things if you go into like serious Wiccan covens. Yeah. And to be honest, I now follow much more of a goddess-centred path. Mm -hmm. So although I do still work with male deities, I don't... I guess the feminist in me, as I've kind of gotten older, um, didn't want to follow any sort of religion founded by a male, even if he was a witch. So I I would not class myself as Wiccan anymore. I am am an eclectic witch, which means that I practice... A variety, kind of like a my own mix. It's just yeah, it's just. I your pick own and mix myself, just, yeah, from different paths and traditions that feel right to me that I can relate to. Mm-hmm. I've worked with I work with deities a lot, especially over the last few years. I work a lot with goddesses. 
do a lot of goddess work. And at the moment, I find that I'm moving more towards uh, Celtic work as well, Celtic deities, um, old Celtic traditions, which makes sense because I am a Celtic background, you know, grew up in Scotland and my family is Scottish and Irish. But yeah, it's, there are lots of other kinds of witches and religions within witchcrafts that aren't Wiccan. There are, and you also have things like Druids, you have people who follow Norse traditions, um, Italian Strega witchcraft. You have people who are what they would call like born witches because they their family has kept the, yeah. the traditions. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so there's all different kinds of I think witches. I have to go through all of these at some point. Okay. But yeah, <laughs> I just want to just do what I want, really. Exactly. Just plod about my day. Yeah. Oh yeah, fancy doing this today, and I fancy exactly. doing that. And that's the best way to find what path of witchcraft yeah. and what kind of witch you are. You know, you like I said, you you work with crystals so much. Mm-hmm. You, know, you have your crystal business that you could focus a lot on on crystals and using yeah. crystals in yeah. magic. Absolutely, which would make sense to me. Mm-hmm. But like we said, you know, but that's a good conversation. Like, Not all witches focus on crystals. No, some witches don't use them at all. Mm-hmm. Some witches don't can't work with them. They just don't pick up on their frequencies they don't it just doesn't work for them and that's what's really important I think I think some people worry so much about being perfect at this from the get-go and nobody mm-hmm. is perfect at this from the get-go I am always fucking up like spells mm-hmm. and, and and things all the time yeah. or I'll get halfway through and realize I've left something like really important outside of my circle if I've even remembered to cast a circle I am bad ADHD witchcraft is a whole different thing <laughs> which we'll definitely have an episode on because it's it, it makes it a little bit harder when you can't focus. But yeah, I work with tarot. I work with herbs. I do a lot of herbal magic. Mm-hmm. I do a lot of seasonal magic. I do... My speciality in regards to types of spells um, is that I am a... My husband calls me the love witch. I specialise in love and sex magic. Mm-hmm. Um... Whereas other people I work with at the shop focus on protection magic or, you know, removing jinxes or curses or, you know, all kinds of things. I don't believe in not... I'm not one of these... If, if you're Wiccan, you have creeds, I guess, and you have, like, mm-hmm. rules. Um, it's probably another reason why I, did, I left Wicca. I'm not good with people... Other people's rules. And one of them is, um, you know, do no harm. Then you put out comes back by three. Whilst I do believe in karma... And that obviously that rule follows along a karmic rule quite closely. I, if 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 the situation arises, if the situation calls for it, I will absolutely use hexes and curses, maybe not to harm people, but to remove them from. If they harm me or anyone around me, I will retaliate. Usually, just sending back what they've sent to me. Um, I'm not one to use curses and things just willy-nilly unless I'm really going to piss me off. Yeah, <laughs> so don't mess with Jenny. Yeah. Well, it's just like, obviously, we had our coven meeting, was it the time before last when we did the candles? Yes. So I have a return to sender spell, which I didn't need to use, so I've kept yeah, it. They're, they're good. Just in case. Yeah. Return to sender is one type of like protection or kind of they're not really curses or hexes it's more about protecting yourself mm-hmm. but it's one that i do cord cutting is another one i'm good at yeah um but yeah my speciality is in love um and sex magic and goddess work i work mm-hmm. with a lot of different deities you don't have to work with any deities 
you could just call it if you wanted to work with you know god and goddess you could literally just call it god and goddess it's it it's all about what works for you so we're going to explore a lot of different topics we've got quite a long list guys of topics to dig into and talk about but we would really love it if uh if you have any questions or any topics you want us to cover or anything you want us to talk about or you just want to tell us that we're great and you love us yeah you can email us at bewitched and bewildered podcast at gmail.com any questions any topics you want us to discuss anything you need clarification on just general messages of love no dick pics <laughs> so, so it's the new moon today yeah. so we've got any sort of new moon magic we'll do we'll, we'll do full episodes on uh, different types of magic for moon phases and things yeah. but yeah any other questions you have about witchcraft or what a witch is i don't think so i mean do you do you feel like people nowadays not accept it more but like don't bat an eyelid as much yes i think it is a lot easier now to say that you're a witch I think it's become a bit of a trend over the last few years and it's definitely become a lot more acceptable. For example, when I was young, I used, when I first was, was quite young, I used to talk about it quite a lot um, to the point where before I, was, yeah, before I was 16, a national magazine had written an article about me mm-hmm. and a local paper put me on the front page of the paper talking about me being like a teenage witch. And you know, stupid, naive teenage me thought that would be great. And it wasn't. Um, I literally got, you know, groups of people throwing rocks at me and trying to set me on fire and people, the, the local vicar writing into the paper saying that I was going to burn in hell. And that made me very much pull back. So I... Not surprised. <laughs> still practised, um, but I didn't really talk about it for a long, long time after that. I was with my ex-boyfriend for seven years from when I was like 17 to 25 and although he knew I was a witch and I had you know I had like a little altar and I did practice I still wouldn't talk about it with him because I was worried he'd laugh at me and then I got with the man I'm with now who I'm married to and he knew as well but again I would never really talk about it out loud and it was only really in the last maybe like four or five years um that I've kind of relax I think once you hit your 30s you care less about what people think anyway yeah I think that helped and now I am very much can't really not look at me and go oh yeah she's a witch the witch hat that I walk around in sometimes probably doesn't help yeah, but yeah yeah give it away or my bit. jumper that say uh, I wear all the time that's like witches do it better yeah. yeah yeah but it's so easy now you go into any like, urban outfitters sell witchcraft books mm-hmm. ASOS sells crystals and, well, they call them smudging kits. Well, that's another thing we will talk about, the difference between uh, open and closed practices and the difference between cultural appreciation and cultural appropriation. Mm-hmm. It is a very um, heated topic, so that probably will be one for another day. But, yeah, you know, you can get crystals pretty much everywhere. You can get yeah. spell books everywhere. You can get, you know, little witchy things all around the place now where when I was growing up, in witchcraft that was not something no 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 so basically if this is a path you want to take do not be afraid to just follow it yeah my advice to all new witches read everything read anything you can get your hands on anything and everything half of it you won't like half of it you will 
some stuff that you might like that you read to begin with you might be like yeah this is great a year down the line you might be like didn't like that that's bullshit now but it doesn't matter as much knowledge as you can take in you will and you'll start to recognize quite quickly things that are for you mm-hmm. and things that aren't for you and things that capture your interest now and that's great because then you can focus on them a little bit more and then down the line the other things that you thought weren't for you might start catching your interest and find your people yeah find don't them. they're like, out there <laughs> it's so much easier these days with social media you know you have which groups on every social mm-hmm. media platform but again don't take what they say is gospel you know there's a lot of gatekeeping in witchcraft groups mm-hmm. you go into a lot of them and you say something and there's no such thing as stupid questions because everyone's got to learn somewhere and somehow i think pinterest is one of the best resources for okay. all witches because there is so much good content on there and you can basically create your own little portable spell book on your phone you've got your own little book of shadows mm-hmm. yeah. and your own pin board i probably check stuff on mine two or three times a day there's stuff on there that I still use. Everyone should have one. I went to Aldi shopping on Sunday and I stopped one of the girls that works there because I was just like, you, you're my people. <laughs> so she had earrings in that they weren't crystals. They said like crystal and had a picture of the moon on. Mm-hmm. And then I noticed she got some rings on. So yeah, I was just like... I'm not even afraid to stop these people anymore. Well, that's how we met. It's just like, you, you, it's you. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, I love your tiger's eye ring. She was like, oh, is that what it is? I don't even know what it is, but I love them. I've got my crystal necklace on. And I was like, oh, let me write down my Instagram page for you. (laughs) I don't think she's followed me yet. So I might have to go back and stalk her again. Don't stalk people, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) Down the aisles, you'll see me. Shifting Danny. Just peeking over the bread. Yeah. Where is she? Hello. She told me her name and everything. And I was like, oh, okay, okay. I'm liking this. But yeah, don't be afraid to just, yeah. Yeah. Approach people and talk to them. Yeah, because that's what I did with Jenny. And that's, no. We do crystal live sales on sans crystal page once a month yeah we'll have all of this tagged we'll have all the instagram and all the contacts tagged in the show notes anyway but yeah mm-hmm. please let us know what you thought of our first episode as with all new adventures you know we are just finding our feet and hiding in a little fort made out of children's toys hopefully i won't be full of cold next time we record hopefully i might actually talk a bit more next time it's because I'm just sitting, listening intently. Yeah, so well, you've been telling any, me. Any, and there will be topics, like I said, this was just like kind of a bit of a basic like talk today, whereas some of the other topics, there'll be topics that we've picked that you know loads about and you mm-hmm. can talk about. Hopefully, hopefully. There's some on there that I don't know, you know, I can talk about, but I definitely don't have an in-depth knowledge, mm-hmm. which is good because it's a good reminder for me that I am also 25 years later still learning and could probably do with brushing up on some topics yeah please let us know if you have any questions or anything like i said the email address is bewitched and bewildered podcast at gmail.com if you liked this episode please rate review subscribe follow send carrier pigeons i don't know do all of it because it really helps the podcast get seen by new listeners and other people and yeah we'll we'll be with you soon yeah so until next time Stay witchy. Stay witchy. Bye.